is Bean to Barstool, a podcast that looks at the intersections of craft beer and craft chocolate. My name is David Nelson. I'm a professional beer writer and an advanced Cicerone and the creator and host of this show. The music for this episode is by my dear friend, indie folk musician Anna P.S. You can find out more about Anna's music in the show notes or at her website, annapsmusic.com. You can find links and information about our guests in the show notes as well. I hope you enjoy this episode of Bean to Barstool. It's still hot here in western Ohio as I record this. We've been at or near 90 degrees for about a week. But September 1st was the beginning of meteorological fall, so as far as I'm concerned, we're just having unseasonably warm fall weather. Our squirrels helpfully planted a pumpkin plant for us this last winter by burying a pumpkin seed in our garden, and the plant grew one grand field pumpkin, which is now in our living room. I am so ready for autumn and pining for cooler weather. The arrival of fall means the arrival of fall seasonal beer styles. Actually, thanks to seasonal creep, the end of July typically means this, but you get what I mean. Fortunately for us, many fall beer styles pair great with craft chocolate, and today we're going to talk about some of my favorites and recommendations to check out. Let's talk about pumpkin beers first. Some people love them, some people hate them. I look at them like I do at any other style. There are really bad examples, really good examples, and a lot of examples that fall somewhere in between. I really enjoy good pumpkin beers, both from a flavor standpoint and because they're whimsical and fun. If you like them, don't let anybody give you shit about it. Nobody who knows what they're talking about makes fun of someone for the styles of beer they enjoy. Drink what you like. Pumpkin beers can be brewed as a range of base styles, but most commonly they're brewed as something like an amber ale or brown ale, or an imperial version of either. There are pumpkin doubles, pumpkin stouts and porters, even pumpkin lagers, but most fit into a standard, malt-forward, lightly sweet format. While pumpkin is often used in them, most of the flavor really comes from the spices we most commonly associate with fall and holiday baking, the blend we've come to just refer to as pumpkin spice. The best examples, in my opinion, will not be overly sweet and will show restraint with the spices. No one wants to feel like they just inhaled a spice canister. That said, they will display some measure of sweetness, and this can help to fill gaps in chocolate pairing by sort of softening the edges. The gentle spices and toasty or chocolatey underlying malt flavors will work as helpful bridges. However, those spices can create harshness with roast bitterness and astringency in some chocolates, and we have to be mindful of when the perception of sweetness in a pumpkin beer is not actually backed up by residual sugar. Within that range, pumpkin beers offer a lot of flexibility when it comes to pairing with craft chocolate, so let's look at the options. One of my favorite complementary options is to pair a pumpkin beer with a lower percentage dark chocolate made with coconut. The flavors and textures of pumpkin and coconut work really well together, so I will often reach first for a coconut bar like Manoa's 60% coconut bar or Madhu's coconut milk cashew 54% bar. The coconut and pumpkin meld together harmoniously, and the coconut chocolate further tempers the spice profile of the beer. Creamy, indulgent, and super cozy. I have always loved pairing pumpkin pie with coffee, either after a holiday dinner or on the following mornings as breakfast. There's even a popular holiday song that backs me up on this. There's a happy feeling nothing in the world can buy when they pass around the coffee and the pumpkin pie. Keeping with the theme, I love pairing coffee chocolates with pumpkin beers. 
As long as the coffee is not overly aggressive or bitter and the spices in the beer are similarly restrained, this will be a beautiful combination. If possible, select a mid to lower percentage dark chocolate bar or even a milk or dark milk bar with coffee, such as Mocha Origins Espresso Bar, Chocolat Latour Ginger Latte 45%, Terroir by Onyx's line of coffee bars, or Manawa's Cope Coffee Bar. If you want to contrast the creamy textures and warm flavors of a pumpkin beer with something brighter, try a dark chocolate with a cherry or cranberry inclusion. We're already used to these flavors at least being enjoyed at the table together, even if we don't always have them directly paired. The gentle tartness of the fruit will contrast with the sweetness of the beer and brighten the entire pairing, and both fruits will work with the baking spices as well. Bars like Ritual Candied Orange and Cranberry 70% or Mocha Origins Tanzania Cherry are excellent choices. If you just want an indulgent textural pairing, reach for a plain dark milk bar. The smooth texture will make the beer feel like a silky pumpkin dessert, and then you're just drizzling chocolate on top. Bars such as Latitude Dark Milk or Maverick Dark Milk are fine examples. If you want to lean into the sweetness of the pairing and highlight those rich dessert flavors, you can pair with a bar that uses caramel, toffee, maple, or another dark sugar as an inclusion. The dark sugar will pull forward the malt character of the beer, provide obvious sweetness, and offer a fuller foundation for the gentle spices in the beer. Bars like Violet Sky Maple and Vanilla, Zotter Salted Caramel, or Omnom Caramel are good options. Finally, while they can go off the rails if something is out of balance, you can create really fun contrasts with chili chocolates or smoked chocolates. Chili can pop against the pumpkin in fun ways, and the smoke can evoke the comfort of having a slice of pumpkin pie in front of the fireplace. Just be mindful of choosing a beer with gentle spicing and a bit of sweetness to prevent harshness in the pairing. Fall means Oktoberfest, and Oktoberfest means German lagers. Oktoberfest is a party held each year in Munich and replicated all across the world. The real thing is actually now held in September rather than its titular month, and the first Oktoberfest took place in 1810 to commemorate the wedding of the Crown Prince of Bavaria. There are two closely related styles of beer that we associate with Oktoberfest. The first is known as Märzen or Marzen, and it's the style most commonly brewed as Oktoberfest by U.S. breweries. This strongish lager usually falls between 5.5 and 6.5% alcohol and features toasty malt flavors, often with a hint of caramel, though they should never be sweet. A dryish finish and balancing bitterness makes this style highly drinkable. Also, the amber color looks beautiful in a glass, particularly if you're enjoying it outside in the autumn foliage. Fest beer is similar in strength but paler in color, with breadier malt flavors rather than toasty. While hopping rates are about the same, the less full malt character compared to Meritzen can sometimes make the hop character stand out a bit more. This style is more commonly brewed by German breweries, though we are seeing more American examples now. One great German example that does make it over here is from Weinstephan. Despite these distinctions, some brewers argue this is all one style continuum. I have a blog post up on the Bean to Barstool site that dives into this argument if you want to learn more. So how do we pair Oktoberfest lagers with chocolate? We do have to be careful here because these beers don't have a lot of body or sweetness and have moderate hop bitterness, so we don't want to pair with anything that, that will create harshness. One easy option is a milk chocolate with nuts. 
The nuttiness will blend perfectly with the toasty or bready malt flavors in the beer, and the lower percentage of the bar will prevent bitterness or astringency from latching onto the hot bitterness in the beer. One really fun direction to go with here is a very specific kind of beer-related chocolate. Use a bar made with hops for a fun thematic pairing that will amplify hop flavor and aroma across the pairing while tempering the effect somewhat by layering chocolate with the bready and toasty malt character. A bar like Nostalgia Hop Aged or Somerville Hops Dark Milk will bring the overall pairing in the direction of a hoppy brown ale. You'll just want to avoid hopped bars that incorporate hop bitterness, such as Ratza Hopped Citrus or Somerville Beer Fermented. Both great bars, but the bitterness will be too high for this pairing. The final main category of fall seasonal beers is the hardest to pair with. Fresh hop or wet hop beers use either undried hops or hops that have just been dried to capture the freshest possible hop character. If you listen to episode 61 on the basics of beer, you can learn all about hops and how they're processed and used in brewing. The issue for pairing here is that many wet or fresh hop beers display the full character of these hops, which often means significant bitterness, and high hop bitterness is really tough to contend with on the chocolate side. If you're looking at these beers, try to find an example with lower bitterness that emphasizes hop aroma and flavor, and perhaps has some moderate malt character to cushion it all. If it's a hazy, you can work with a white, milk, or moderate percentage dark bar with an herbal, spice, or fruit inclusion that complements the hop flavors of the beer. I often find that fresh hop beers actually lean in more of the green, herbaceous quality of hops rather than as much of the fruitiness as we often get from them, so I love pairing these beers with matcha chocolate bars. Miette's Chocolat Matcha Citron or Raka's Matcha Waffle Cone 40% are solid choices. The bars avoid contributing bitterness, but provide green flavors that steer the hop character in interesting directions. There are, of course, countless one-off seasonal beer styles out there from creative brewers, and as is always the case, any beer style can be seasonal if a brewery's marketing department says it is. So this is just scratching the surface of pairing with autumn beers. I'd love to hear about your own pairings or about the seasonal beers you're enjoying. You can, of course, get more beer and chocolate pairing guidance with my Pairing Beer and Chocolate zine available on beantobarstool.com. You can find links to everything mentioned in this episode in the show notes. I hope you're enjoying the beginning of fall, and I can't wait to hear about your pairing adventures. Thanks for listening to Bean to Barstool.